comes. Kyanos, flesh comes. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kyanos! phrase from the book of Romans chapter 8 and then we um, get into what we have today we are still in our series Father we thank you for today I ask you to make my lips the pen of a ready writer and inscribe once again upon the tables of the heart of men in Jesus name verse um, 29 Romans chapter 8 verse 29 for whom he did foreknow he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the first among many brethren that he might be the first among many brethren for whom he did for no he predestined look at this picture one of the things you will notice there is that these are the things happening before you ever enter this earth you getting the point so the scope of the oppression here is <coughs> is beyond the things you can do as a human being the only way you can cause the powers of the desires that is formed in that scripture to manifest in this realm is to align with it this is a place where things happen and you have nothing to do about it the only thing you can do is to align and benefit or to disalign and then be shut out to the workings of God in your life and in a generation. The scripture gave a broad um, um, revelation of God's intent. He said, Whom he foreknow, he predestined to be conformed. You see, I've said that anytime you hear about predestination, it has everything to do about purpose. Are you with me? It has everything to do about purpose. The implication of that is that there are purposes that God intended to happen. As a matter of fact, amongst many purposes, He actually has one purpose. And that one purpose is what is found and classified in this scripture said that we be what conformed say conformed so there is already a picture there is already an image that is why anytime jesus christ began to teach his disciples a few things and they were not able to grasp these teachings 
in spite of the effort that he has made both practical and theoretical sessions and then he found out that these men are bereft of the becoming sometimes we look at them and call them perverse generation how do you feel if you pay your child school fees from primary school to university and then you have gone to university you know what is carryover now you know what is extra year you should know once you are in the university you should know what if you have one two three four extra years When I was in UNN, there were people that my rage number was 2008. But there were people, their rage number was 1998. And we are studying the same course. Eh? As a father that is training his child that long, what will you call your child? I know you will not forsake your child, but what will you call that child? If it is Jesus, he will call it what? Perverse. Because the investment that has been made in your life is to an intent that it will bring a confirmation to the image that is already pictured in the realm of eternity. But it so happens that the investment that has been made is not yielding the intended result. So when God looks at this matter, he begins to wonder where the fault, where is the fault actually? Huh? Because I will yet show you to prove that this um, system, this desire that is in the heart of God this project is is possible God have to send him his son in the likeness of man follow me where we are going is <laughs> so I needed you to follow me so that when we now get to that place you won't, you won't wonder how did we get here I like this guy he's not my friend I don't know you but you are not my friend and he's not a good thing he's a good thing but he's not a good thing <laughs> So, this is the point. So, God now sent his son in the likeness of man. And one of the things that Jesus came to do, I have always been saying it here, that Jesus is not just your Savior. He's not just your Lord. He's also what? The pattern man. Say the pattern man. That The implication of that is that he came to live as you should have lived. So that every man that finds himself walking upon the face of the earth and chooses to subscribe to the philosophy, to the technology, to the civilization that Jesus subscribed to, we have the same result he had. Are you with me now? So he became the first, passing through the same process. Now, as not, when he became the first, every other man now had the license to become, and then has also lost any excuses not to become. So when God looked upon this matter from the realm of eternity, he said, I foreknow you, and my destiny for you is that at the end you will become be conformed to the image of my son are you with me it so happens that you can actually make choice somebody asks me since god has predestined it, it will happen predestination is god's desire it so happens that when you come into time your choices will also affect that god's predestination god said i want you to be this you can choose not to be that in time that's what i'm trying to say so men has found themselves in time and decided by one reason or the other not to subscribe to the things that will make them conform to the image that is in the heart of God. That image of the Son and our conformation to that image is the very original purpose that God has in His heart. As I will yet show you, 
or rather you have already known that there are two men one is adam the second one is christ that image of the christ is what god ordained that you be conformed to eh? he predestined it and when he came to time he invested every single thing that it will take for you to meet up with that demand are you with me I see her. I thought after two days my body will leave. My body now no left. I, I'm not, I have many things to teach, but I'm more interested in releasing my body. Living waters, let us drink from you. Holy Spirit, let us drown you. Living water, let us drink from you. Holy Spirit, let us drown you. Living water, let us drink from you. Holy Spirit, see in this short moment, my eyes was open in the spirit, and what I saw was Jesus beckoning on a few people. It seemed as if the answers to everything you have been praying for is just to answer that beckoning. Once you are able to answer that beckoning, once you are able to obey, once you are able to yield, that questions you have are not questions. Those challenges are not challenges. Once you yield to the beckon, when you come up to that plane, then your sight will improve. I hope you know that your sight improves when you gain height. It's a crime for you to dwell in the low places of the earth. <laughs> that is why when you got born again, the first thing that was handed over to you was wings. You don't know you have wings. I'm not telling you today. So anytime we come to Zion, one of the, the, the first thing we do is to mount up. Except you mount up, you will not be seeing your possibilities. All you will be seeing is demons and the things Satan can do. The limitations he has bound you with. The workings in the flesh. Once you mount up, then the energy of mounting up is what we call in, in sciences, the escape velocity. Now, gravity is still at work. Are you with me? Gravity is still at work for men that decide to dwell in the low places. But for the man that has engaged the transport vehicles of the spirit and then is transported and then you live with a escape velocity. You get to a realm in the spirit where you are floating. You will stay there as long as you want. You will just stay there. For they that wait upon the Lord. They shall mount up wings as the eagles. They will run. They will not be weary. The, the thing you are now tired is not tiredness. Impossibility is not a vocabulary in that realm. They don't understand it. When the spirit is at work, you say, "I am tired." They will be wondering, "What is this man saying?" Because they don't. They don't have that language there. I cannot do it. They don't have that language because his realm is eternity. The frame of reference that is called time and space is summed up in him. And he has become blocks in eternity himself. 
So when he looks upon those matters, as you are looking at it, he is looking at the end from the beginning. Or rather, he is looking at both the end and the beginning at the same time. So a man that is in the midst, in the middle, he said, it is hard. He is already seeing the possibility that if only you can yield, then you will experience a dimension of him that you never expected existed. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Sometimes stretch your wings and then escape. Meanwhile, when a man escapes by velocity and attains to a place in the heights of the heavens where he cannot be drawn down, there are still men that dwell in the low places of the earth. Sometimes you and them eat every day. They will be wondering, are you not subject to the same passions that we are subject to? How can you be living on earth and then these things are not, they are not holding you bound? What is happening? What they didn't know is that your wings. Holy Ghost, let me drown in you. Have you seen a drunk man before? He doesn't know pain. <laughs> Have you seen a, a real drunk man? When he when when he is true, he then goes to the gutter, and then he's swimming in the gutter, and then he said, "This this is so cool. You need to understand the that thing is is an allegory, is symbolic. Are you with me?" the scripture is trying to tell you that when a man is filled with the spirit, he doesn't feel the pangs of temptation. He doesn't feel the pangs of trials. He doesn't feel the pangs of the things that Satan brings along his way. Even though he is in the gutter, he is not feeling it. Tell him a car is passing by, he is not aware. He is filled with the Holy Ghost. Somebody drink for one minute. One minute. <laughs> Get her in the spirit. Get her in the spirit. Lose touch with everything that is mundane. Let's get him. Lose grip. Let the flesh lose grip. I have a meat that you know not of. I have a drink that you know not of. That's a drink. That's a meat. Oh my God.
fragment our topic and for today we're looking at the operational system of the old man the operational system the operational system of the old man is the flesh you see I always use a laptop as an example a laptop is useless without an operating system. Every of the possibilities that lies in that laptop will not be taken advantage of until you install an operating system. It so happens that when the old man came, the real challenge was not the old man especially in view of the new creature follow me the real challenge is the operating system we said that just as the new man in Christ Jesus came with an operating system called the spirit the old man in Adam also had an operating system called the flesh and, and, and we found out from the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 46, 45, 46 the scripture made us to understand that the life of the old man was in his soul and the life of the new man was in his spirit phenomenal it means that being that the um, regeneration experience had an instant impact on the spirit eh? Delivering and saving the spirit. But yet, that salvation have not, as of yet, found full expression in the soul. Follow me now. It means that the old man has been dislodged as the new man came. It so happens that when the new man came, he didn't land in the soul. He landed in the spirit. So that means that the oppressions of the old man that is still in the soul has not yet been taken care of. That thing is now left for, for us to do. And the process of taking away that oppression is what we now call transformation. Now follow me. That is not my point. My point is this. That when the new man came, he came with an operating system that operates from your spirit. So the born again Christian principally, fundamentally operates from his spirit. But the old man operates from his soul. So you will now say, I feel like. So what you do is what you feel like. I don't feel like praying today. How many of you say that? Many people bring that testimony to me. Say, I don't feel like praying these days. <laughs> we cannot trust your feeling. We need to trace the information that is in the spirit. That is the only place we can um, find out the accurate perspective of the Holy Ghost. Are you with me? Because as a new man, you cannot get information from the soul. Are you with me? Because the life that you are living as the, as the new man is in your spirit. From there you live to your soul. From there you live to your body. But the old man lives from his soul. If he wakes up and he says, I, I, I feel like eating today. Glory. Say glory. And then he will take a hamburger. He is not in this area. But if you have money, you can buy it. I found out these days if you have money you can buy anything. I heard some people order chinchin from UK. 
thinking that my sister can do if you have money so you wake up in the morning and your mother your mother she will do bacon for you say bacon and then she will bring very congealed tea for you you know that one if you do it the body will be doing like this ah somebody knows this <laughs> and then they will bring it to you and you say I feel like eating today. Mm. That is feeling. That is what you think you should do. But the spiritual man does not go by feeling. You cannot wake up and say, I feel hungry. Let me eat. <laughs> Where did you get the information from? I don't feel like praying. And then you don't pray. This week, I don't feel like praying. I don't feel like reading the Bible. I don't feel like fasting. I don't feel like giving. I don't feel like winning souls. I don't feel like this. I don't feel... You will die without your feeling. That your feeling is what will lead you to the path of destruction. Because you can't trust the soul that is not yet transformed. Meanwhile, meanwhile, there is a way the administration of the fire of the spirit can come into your soul and it will tamper it to the point that it will come to a point where what you think and what you feel will be consistent with what is happening in the spirit. Are you with me? Meanwhile, these ones happen by actually happens by use. That is what we actually call maturity. The scripture spoke about these certain certain men like this. He said, "Them whom by use have exercised their senses to discern." The same senses that can lead you astray. For some people, it has never led them astray. Because it is now tampered in the fire of the spirit. People like Paul will come and say, I have received, God has shown me mercy to be faithful. And I judge. <laughs> oh my God, you are not getting this point. He said, I'm not seeing the answer to this, your question, expressly in the scripture. But I'm telling you, do this one. when you do it, heaven will stamp it. Because that man has gone through fire. And his soul has been tampered. Such that you cannot, dissociate, you cannot differentiate it by, from the oppressions that is in the spirit. Hmm? That is a state that we call the mind of Christ, actually. It's a state. That is the highest state of the prophetic. Where am I going here? You know, prophetic, you pick things, see things, but there is a place where you live permanently in the prophetic. Such that the thoughts you are thinking, the, the, your desires are no more yours. Prophetic is simply receiving things from God and speaking it. A man has tampered his soul to the point that every single thought and desire that is sustained in his soul is something that is consistent with the burden of the spirit of God that one cannot make mistake but the challenge is that the average believer does not even understand that there is still an installation that seeks to work out in his soul. That's the challenge. The challenge 
Do you know the challenge? <laughs> mm. Let's see John chapter 10 verse 10. The challenge is that both of these things seek out their own purposes. They seek out to accomplish things. The operating system that God brought in you as a result of the new birth is seeking out to achieve something in you and through you. The same thing. When the operating system called the, the flesh is at work, it seeks out to accomplish something. Um, the resultant effect of the fall of man is that man that was created in God's image is now run by a different system so as to enable the new master achieve his purposes. The resultant effect of the fall is that man that was created in God's image, the system has now, he has now been corrupted. And since Satan cannot create, what he does is to borrow, say borrow, and then use the same thing that God created to try to achieve his own aim. He knows that if man is God's plan, if man is God's battle axe, if man is God's ways, then him too can make man his ways. What is it about man that God trusts so much that he can accomplish his purposes through the vessel of man? Satan, Satan doesn't need to think too much. It's you that is creative. Satan has stayed around the course of heaven long enough that he has, in some matters, he's not creative. All he simply does is to, is to imitate, is to copy what God is doing. Guess what? Most times he copies it and have a semblance of result in his own dimension. Take for example, when somebody is baptized in witchcraft, witchcraft is like being baptized in Holy Ghost. They give you your shop and then in the night you begin to fly. Just like we can give you Holy Ghost here. And then in our own time, in the day and in the night you begin to fly. Have you not fly? You have not flown before. This my man used to tell me, Sir, I, I, I have noticed I've started flying. <laughs> and my feet is not touching the ground. If your feet is always on the ground, you, you can't be my friend. Many times you will not trace me and you will not find me. My consistent desire is not to dwell in the low places of the earth. That's my consistent desire. We cannot be able to achieve much for God dwelling in those places. So Satan borrows the same thing and copies it trying to achieve his own agenda. He assumes if this car can carry God, then he can carry me too. If this vehicle can achieve God's purposes, then he can achieve my own too. Why is God trusting man to do this? Trusting man so much? Me, I don't need to do much. If God trusts man, who am I not to trust man? So just as Satan has a gen, God has verses and ministers everywhere. Satan recruits men too. We encounter them in different dimensions. You have heard our story. Hmm? It is the same way. So the thing is this. 
the thing that God created and made for good, Satan hijacked it for his own oppression. That is the challenge. John chapter 10 verse 10. And if it's true that the old man lives from the soul and the new man lives from the spirit, that means concurrently there are two streams of inspiration that a man can live by. Is it not true? Especially a believer. That's, that's the, what I'm trying to bring to you. Are you with me? The new birth experiences, it came, came from the spirit. But the old man still oppressed from the soul. So even when, when, when the old man was taken away, as we are now born again, because when you got born again, the old man as a person, as a personality was taken away. But the real challenge is what I'm trying to bring to you today, the oppressional system of the old man, which is the flesh. That installation is still in the soul. It is not in the spirit. That means as long as a man is still alive, he can operate through those two dimensions. He can subscribe to those two streams. He can choose to be to choose to live by the inspiration of those two realms. And that is the problem. The problem is that as we are seeing you, sometimes we won't know where your inspiration is coming from. You can be inspired from this stream now now. And in the next moment, you are inspired from another stream. It will actually take a man that has been circumcised, that his senses has been trained long enough to know sometimes when you have shifted them. God can use you now, now. And then in the next minute, Satan is using you. I have said it before. Peter is an example. I went to a meeting at your place. I don't want to call the name. I see. Were you in that meeting? You were in that meeting. He was in that meeting too. So, you were there. We, when we went high, there is a time we came and the prophecy began to break out. And then a lady came. And then prophesy, prophesy, prophesy. And then the thing stopped. But she was not... I, because I asked somebody later, the person confirmed that the lady is known with the prophetic. But the challenge is that her prophetic, did, you know, what you don't know is that people can come and prophesy for 30 minutes. Eh? The intent of that is to show how robust their prophetic ministry is. So when the Holy Spirit speaks for 30 seconds, they cannot, they will feel that they have not manifested the full potential of their prophetic ministry. I'm, I'm a high-ranking minister in the prophetic. It's only children that just bring this small thing. So when she finished delivering the message that God wanted to deliver, she felt that we did not feel the impact of our ministry. So she went on to impress us. And she started the second one. When she spoke, spoke, I said, shut up. This one is from the flesh. He's, he's from sin. He said, don't stop God from talking. I said, my friend, mm. anyway, don't do it if you don't know from where you are coming from because are you shutting her down? Who is, who is going to speak? That was the fear. As she's being shut down now, who is, go who is going to speak? Because she's already... You know when you come to meetings, those days, when 
when we are in youth service and we, there are people where we say God is going to speak to us today my brother my sister as you are saying it there are people you are I <laughs> is it not true God is about to speak God is about to speak all of us know that there are people we are hired. And that is why sometimes we don't feel we don't experience a lot of diversities from the spirit. The essence of diversity is because of different verses. In fact, it reached a time during your service. We I stopped taking messages and interpretation from one person. I will take message from you. And then we'll move to another person to interpret that thing. My God. I, I, to show you that they are accurate as they are bringing the interpretation the Holy Spirit will come and bear witness to what they are saying with his ter- terrible strong and dense presence my God so when the lady spoke I said shut up the one you spoke before was in the spirit well from here you now shifted to the flesh you need to have trained your heart long enough I didn't see vision no. it was no vision I saw no, it was my spirit that has been trained that knew when she went off. And when she now went off, me, I said no. I tried to calm her down so that, you know, when I'm not, my intent was not to discourage her from her ministry. I tried to calm her down to show her. You see, this one, she said, non-stop the Holy Spirit. I said no, this time around, you shouldn't have said this one. This one, you shouldn't say it. You are trying to make us believe that this one you are doing is by the Spirit. That's my problem. Of course, some of you know how it ended. So a man can start in the Spirit and end up in the flesh. I pray that the Holy Spirit will help us. Ah, John chapter 10 verse 10 you already know that scripture but there is something I want to extract that the project old man and his operating system has a purpose he said the thief cometh not but for to what steal and to what and to what Remind me your name. Huh? Huh? Gloria. Ah! What was the meaning of this scripture? I believe you have been quoting it for long. To steal, to kill, and to destroy. Have you heard the scripture called Satan the murderer? Eh? Who did Satan kill that is called the murderer? Anyway, today is known for that type of mystery. What I'm trying to tell you is that the old man and the operating system has a target. And this target is divided into three. One is to what? Steal. Two is to what? And finally to what? You might not understand this thing. And for the fact. For the fact that you are born again. Does not exempt you. From the workings. And the oppressions. Of the flesh. Somebody will say. How? 
let me show you because if it is not if it is not true then the Satan will not bother himself it was Paul that said let us eat and drink let us continue fornicating let us continue is it not true Let us continue fornicating. Let us continue womanizing, stealing, corruption. That is why, you know, that word corruption, that is the worst thing, in my own opinion, that is the worst thing you can see manifest. You see, people treat corruption in Nigeria as, as a, a misbehavior. <laughs> corruption is not a misbehavior. That is one of the most serious spiritual words you can use. The summary of the work of the old man is called corruption. So corruption both in his physical manifestation and his spiritual manifestation is a culmination of a series of decay. That means there has been series of decay for many years in this nation and the resultant effect is what we now call corruption. That is why corruption is an institution. Corruption is, is not something you can come and remove. It's not something you can use confession. You cannot make new laws and then corruption goes. Because what is really corruption is something deep-seated in a system. Whether that system is a natural system after the things, the government and whatever is not the issue. And whether it is a system that is functional inside of you is not the issue. The important thing is that it is a system. It's an operational system. Once you find yourself within its confines, it will subject you to its rule. In Nigeria, if you come into some government places and say you want to be different, you pay for it. Try it. Do you know why they attacked me when I was in the university? I was the departmental financial sector. It was after that time... I lost, I lost interest on political posts. I, I, I know you don't believe it. I wanted, I wanted to also further my political career. <laughs> Glory to God. But I was the financial sector, and I was a believer. You see, so when I became the financial sector, some two guys met me. I said, because as of then. The financial record of the department is so is in shambles, is in shambles such that they don't even know where their record is. I was the one that went far near and found it and kept it. I was the one that took record of people that paid for many years. Eh? And then they are not even aware how much is in the account. They are not even aware how many people has paid. They don't have any record. So I kept all the record. They now some guys now met me and said. You are the financial. You are the one that determines how much is here and how much is not here. Give us receipts. Because if you give them receipts, the department is not even aware how many people have much money and all that. They don't don't know anything. There is no consistent records. When they told me, <laughs> you know what I told them. They now called me human. You know what I told them. I told them that. Initially, I have not paid for two semesters. 
but because I became the financial sector, for me to discharge my duty well, I have to pay. Had it been I was not the financial sector, I could still be owing. My guys got tired of me. Now, if I'm not the financial sector, I, I can be owing. But for me to be just, I'm telling you to bring your own. I have to pay my own. The, the guys started wondering what kind of guy is this. That was the reason why they made sure I didn't end up the president. Meanwhile, I didn't contest. Some ladies came and met me because of the way I, they, I discharged my duty. They met me and said, if anything happened to this department, we will hold you responsible. Anyway, I will not advise you not to contest because what they said is true. If you have the opportunity as a righteous, even if it's room fellowship, even if it's room president, make sure you are that president. I'm telling you. Even if, not to talk of department, faculty, not to talk of your local government, not to talk of your state, house of rep, president, I will support you. Just tell me on time and I will put you in my two years prayer plan. Meanwhile, I, have, I would have found out that Christ is it, that this team. We will check you with our teaching and find out that corruption is not in you. Many people have told me of their interest to run in politics. I have found out that they are borrowing the system of Babylon to prosper their agenda. God is not in it. Because as I'm telling you, you can't say being a believer is not enough. Having good intent is not enough. Corruption. Say corruption. When pastors went there, pastors were, was conquered by that system. Pastor, when he comes on the pulpit, the anointing comes on him. When he steps down, corruption hijacks him. We need to. That's when we find out that you can cast out devils, but the, the one inside, you, you can't use anointing on it. It's only the cross. Let me show you something. Galatians chapter 6 verse 6 In your church, I'm not sure they will preach this. If they preach this, your, the members will go. Yes. If, if they preach this, if you preach it the first time, they will say it's a mistake. If you preach it the second time, uh-uh. nobody will come out for offering. Like yesterday, I noticed. <laughs> if you preach it the third time, your sheep dicking. You know that one that if he's coming for offering, are you seeing the way my hand is? This is the way he will carry the bundle of 1,000. When he drops it, the offering box will shake. Mm. And for some pastors that there are some churches they do offering before before sermonizing. When you see that envelope drop, bah, Jesus. The anointing will come upon your life. I come The thing will come. And you will say. God we bless my God we bless you. I decree upon your life. You will, you will take a scripture 
that talks about just as I will show you now you will take a scripture that talks about something that is spiritual and distorts the meaning simply because you want to emphasize and nurture the corruption that is in the heart of the people train them in the path of unrighteousness their heart has been enslaved instead of saving them you empower them in that let me warn you I don't need your money let me tell you I don't know how you came here open the door the door is open the door is open if it's only me I'm comfortable in myself and God said I should start preaching I'm not motivated by you if you praise me I'm not motivated if you bring me down I'm not motivated by anything that you are doing I'm motivated by the things that is happening in Zion their opinion is what matters to me of course there are a few human beings their opinion matters to me but those people their opinion matters to me because their God's opinion matters to them too are you with me? if you want to go, go that's what Jesus told them he was giving them bread <laughs> we are enjoying and he now said you will eat my flesh All of them disappeared. Your church. That's your church. They will go. When you begin to preach this, they will say, What happened to you? Take it easier. If you are a lady, they will say, The way you are preaching, you won't marry. I'm telling you, you as you know, have they not said it to you? Calm down, be. We are not saying, Is this safe? We are saying, Just take it easy. It's not as if you will just take it easy. Say, take it easy. Glory. My mom brought me a testimony yesterday. What we are teaching yesterday solved and he was looking for answer. As we are teaching, God answered him. He had two options to choose between the devil and the deep blue sea. On that day, don't make any choice. The day you are presented with two things that is not consistent with God's opinion, don't choose anything. Did anybody say you must choose? Yeah, I don't have option. You have option. Not choosing is an option. Anybody that tells you that I only have two options to choose this or this is making a mistake. There is a third option. Say the third option. The third option is not to make any choice. It's still an option. And you can choose it. Let me tell you what your pastor will preach and what Jesus will preach. Galatians chapter 6. From 6 to 8, he said, Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Now, I don't need to add verse 6 actually. But I added verse 6 on purpose. I added verse 6 what? On purpose. So that it will disabuse a few things. One of the things it will disabuse, verse 6 will disabuse, is that this letter is not written to believers. 
in fact it is not just that it is written to believers it is actually written to to the presbytery to to people that minister i mean is not the light of course there is nothing like light in the kingdom really but it's not the light it is written to people that has come to a place where they have an opportunity to minister to god's people they have ministry authority they have a responsibility in the local assembly to deliver ministry to people are you with me so this testimony this testament and instruction is to certain of them of whom men and destinies has been committed to so that they will nurture them by the word are you with me so aside the fact that he's talking to believers he's even talking to people in ministry <laughs> you have been a preacher for many years what were you even preaching those days come and give him my let's find out my man would have been an international prophet in south africa he'll be shining like those south african and eastern african prophets what's that new one that has a lot of scandal the tall one eh? no if i say the name now i don't want to say the name eh? i will say the name this my man doesn't want me to say the name the level of lasciviousness that those people live in is amazing let me for let me just say this is is side talk eh? small digression for your benefit if you are in the prophetic watch out for immorality that is their greatest weakness the intent of satan is to corrupt your stream let me even warn you it doesn't necessarily mean that your gift will stop functioning but it will mean that the very purpose that God had in heart to achieve with that your gift will now be hijacked very soon you will now start prophesying for money follow me you will now start prophesying to show your spirit superiority have you not seen those people that have small small prophetic gifts if you are praying they won't pray go and check go and check when you finish come back if you are praying they will look in to see i have told them if you come to my meeting and you don't pray you don't subscribe to the word and you want to see, you will see anything may the lord make you blind for your own good though it's not a bad thing sometimes don't see for your own good so you grow they deceive themselves by, by, by the just because you saw means you have grown it's a lie do you know the problem because man is inquisitive and the 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 fact that we dwell in the natural makes us to always know what we don't know they, they can tell you 20 things and will never offer one solution to it you are just happy that you know something you don't know is it not have this my brother Let's call it the name. Let's call it the name. Every day you are going to hear something. Every day you are going to hear something. Every day you just go there so that he will tell. It's not as if something is about it. I see a black singlet. How has that solved anything? (laughs) 
me I, I won't lie to you the truth is that we love the prophetic a lot but we we'll wait until the Holy Ghost tampers with the, those things so that in our engagement we will be able to achieve the purposes of God I'm saying Satan can hijack these things if the flesh has not been tampered and put in its place and the problem with this thing is that once people like that began to prophesy to you you that has grown in God will come and submit all that your growth to one nonsense boy that cannot tell truth from lie he cannot tell the difference between salvation and he cannot even tell you what is salvation he doesn't know what is the gospel he doesn't know jack but simply because he prophesied you will now submit yourself that's how you die that's how people lost their ministry i can tell you that that's how many people lost their ministry somebody doesn't like this thing i'm saying yes it's actually the flesh in you that is reacting <laughs> mm, yes god has helped you <laughs> verse 8 now said be not deceived say be not deceived that means you can be deceived in fact that means many people are deceived many people in many people that call themselves believers are deceived i tell you that is what satan is doing in the last days when the scripture said that many shall be deceived this is one of it many in the body of christ has been deceived they are deceived they are deceived that for the fact that they have stayed 10 years in the church means that they have made progress is it true Are you not a pastor? <laughs> Doc, let me use Doc. Doc, when were you born again? When we, I know, I know, it's before university. Is it not true? When? 2010 2003 there are many people here that are not born on this earth in 2003 is it not true dog is already born again that time there are many of you that we are born again in your church when you are 10 11 years i need to tell you that that born again experience is actually authentic it's just that you were born and left have you given birth? Have you seen a bastard child? You were born and left on the road. And then, most of the time, you are eating rubbish. You never grew. You were emaciated. After 10 years, you are still learning what could have taken somebody 3 months to learn in God. If you was taught accurately, in the right intensity. The things you learned here, how long did it take you? Look at the way the things you never knew is inside of you is coming out in three months. The reason why the reason why we are here is not to do anything new. It's important. We noticed that it took Jesus three and a half years without the indwelling spirit to raise apostles. I'm 
and then you have the Holy Ghost. My father in the Lord said, What will you do with the Holy Ghost? <laughs> Turn to your neighbor. Ask him, What have you been doing with the Holy Ghost? I like the way this my sister used to talk. <laughs> what have you been doing, justice, with the Holy Ghost? When did you speak in tongues the first time? Huh? Just three. I'm envious of this guy. Come on, Don't say ah. You that have spoken for five years, half an hour. Eh? Half an hour. When did you speak the first time? Eh? Twenty seventeen. So you you have three years experience in tongues. Hmm. Look at what three months did to you. Real tongues in the spirit. Look at what it did to you. What can three years do to you? What can three years? Imagine what three years can do to you. Oh. I pray the Holy Ghost will help me to discharge my body. The problem is that men get born again and still use your praying system of the old man. They are, they are born again. Oh. But they are still using the operating system of the old man for long and they are ex- expecting they are expecting to become anything <laughs> you are a believers feel your church and they are expecting to become something meanwhile the operating system that they have subscribed to to power the new life is the old one it was the flesh you will become anything very soon we stay 10 years and we become nothing. Meanwhile, the new life was in our spirit. Yet the system with which we ran our life was not traced to anything that is in the spirit. And then we never became. The Holy Ghost was there. We never became. Because we are not aware. We are not taught and educated in the ways of the spirit. And the life thereof was redundant. It was stagnant. It was there. Jesus was in our boat and he slept for 10 years. I want to steer you is a body. Verse 8 now said, For he be not deceived. Verse 7 God is no more. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. When I was young in God, this is what they used to collect money from us. Is it not true? Have you not used it? Sometimes we need to go and apologize to people that we deceive them. Have they not used this thing to collect money from you? They have not used it to collect money from you. He said many times. <laughs> they have used it to collect from me. And I'm thinking, it'd be like I don't use and collect from people. It's just that I've not been a conventional pastor. I've never been a conventional pastor. I've always been a disturbed person. Somebody that always asks questions. If everybody is moving like this, I'll be wondering why is everybody moving like this and we are not having results now. We are still moving like this. 
So your pastor taught you that whatsoever a man soweth, he shall reap. If you sow ten naira, you will reap ten naira. Somebody even said in Nigeria, I don't know the person. In case somebody listens to me and think I know, I don't know the person. But I'm trying to tell you that that is not what the scripture was saying. He said, if you sow in dollars, you reap in dollars. Where is he written now? This is how men subscribe to the flesh. Do you know the problem with this thing now? It's just like, <laughs> what if an Adam passed through? If, if, question, Satan asked Eve a question. He said, what did God say? He said that, God said that when you touch the fruit, meanwhile, God said don't eat the fruit. He didn't say touch. That's the problem. The problem is that we added, we touch good things, but we added our own inside. So probably when Eve was moving like this, near the garden, he was sweeping, and then he fell, and then mistakenly touched the fruit. And then she didn't die. You have now seen the problem. Because when, when you tell people, if you sow this, you reap this, they now sow, they didn't reap. Are you now seeing it? They will now summarize that the whole concept of sowing and reaping is wrong. It is because you, you, you thwarted, you, you twisted what the scripture is saying. So when, when he fell and touched the fruit, nothing happened. Remember what God said is, is don't eat. But in discipleship, be careful who disciples you. In discipleship, the disciples are added. He said, don't touch and when people now touched they found out the, the, the woman mistakenly touched and found out she didn't die she began to wonder what is it that Adam didn't tell me there are things oh, I need to know so that thing left an inquisitiveness in her heart questions that can be answered that's what Satan came and exploited are you now seeing it and that is what is happening in the body of Christ when you, you don't teach the scripture the way it is, you will leave a vacuum that Satan can exploit, like this one. That's what that the priests and all those people are exploiting. Because we did not close the gaps. Teach it the way it is. God will still steer people to give. As I'm teaching this thing now, I don't know a ministry that does what we do the way we do it. That is more blessed financially at this our age. I don't know. I don't know. We run into. I don't want to say it. But that thing you are thinking. That's what it is. Our revenue runs into that. And meanwhile, you are not among the people who give you. How many have you given? You are not among the people giving. I can count how many people. You are not among. So. I'm not, that's why I'm not interested as I finish talking I said you don't like what I'm saying somebody called me and said that what I said is what delivered him and he now gave me 100,000 I have not replied the person and I don't, I don't have it's not that I don't want to I don't have time look at how we started today you know how we started today did we have time I just taught you what your pastor will teach. But that's not what was taught him. To help you. He said, for he, verse 8. Let's read it together. One, two, ready, go. For he 
But he that soweth to the spirit shall be spirit. So this scripture, verse 8 balanced it up. Your pastor stops in verse 7. Verse 8 needed to tell you that there are two realms and frames of reference. That there is a possibility to sow in those two realms. And you must understand that one of the greatest principles of existence in the universe is the principle of seed sowing. You see, once you sow, you will not get a seed back. What you will get back is fruits. What you get back is results. And most times when it comes, it comes in a measure that is so much beyond what you sowed. So what you can sow now is more anger. By the time it will bring result back, it will scatter the whole church. What you sowed is greed. What you sowed is strife. By the time it brought back fruit, it scattered your family. Are you with me? What you sowed is backbiting. What you sowed is tail bearing. You went and said this thing about this person. By the time he brought results, it caused an enmity that killed 10 people. But what you sowed was what? A seed. Where? In the flesh. Say where? So when a man sows to the flesh, what does he reap? But I'm a pastor. Henry, I'm a pastor. I'm a believer. I have the new life in Christ. Glory. But I'm sleeping with choir members. I'm counting them one after another. As, as, As terrible as this thing I said is, people are doing worse. As terrible as it sounds. And when they come, they lift holy hand. If they say, who, are, who is going to hell? Who is, this? who is God walking? They will come out. He that sows to the flesh shall of the flesh reap what? Is the, this thing is not... You see, actually, the man that brought this is not, is not revelation per se. It's revelation, but it's not revelation. It's revelation because probably we are not aware of it. But it's actually a universal law. It is a universal law of seed sowing. That when you sow, you reap. And when you are reaping, you will not reap in the same measure you sow. You reap in a higher measure. Are you getting the point? And the frame of reference that this man is bringing to us, ascribing the original context of seed sowing, began to show us that there are two possibilities, two realms and possibilities. There is a possibility to retain a spiritual seed. And there is a possibility to retain a carnal seed. And there is a possibility to sow in a realm that is called spirit. And there is a possibility to sow in a realm that is called flesh. And the result that you begin to see in your life is a proof of where you have been sowing. Where have you been sowing? (laughs) Your life will become an outcome of where you have been sowing. Remember what I told you when we began. I told you that the intent of God is that he predestined us to be conformed to the image of him, his son. Is it not true? You are not with me. Oh, when I was saying it, you didn't know where we are going. I, I, to, I told this, my friend. I told you. Didn't I warn you? I warn you where we are going in this fact. The intent of God is for you to be conformed. And the way to achieve that project of confirmation is for you to Told the path of obedience and continue to sow in the spirit. Continue to sow where? Continue to sow where? 
you, I'm not hearing you. Continue to sow where? After some seasons, what you sowed is just small prayer. But the result you will have is a temperance. Your soul has now been tempered. What you sowed was fasting. What you received is capacity to minister to a generation the temperance and gentleness and meekness of God. These are the things that is not possible in the flesh. Are you with me? What if you sow six hours of, of Telemundo? You are not with me. You are not with me. What if you sowed what if you sowed eight hours of community gisting? How many of you have lived if you lived around campus or places like on each in the evening? Boys we gather. Is it not to you know ladies they gather too? They gather in, and then they will start gisting, gisting. You sow, you sow them. And as you are sowing there, somebody is in bed pants and, and they oh bye. Look at what your life became in one year. And then tell yourself the truth. Where have you been sowing? Look at where what your life became in some moons. Tell yourself the truth. Where have you been sowing? It is the fruit we see that is a proof of where you have been what? So the man that sows to the flesh shall of the flesh reap what? Where have you been sowing? What we see is people in our generation that souls to the flesh for many years and are expected to reap the fruits that is only consistent with men that walk in the spirit and sow in the spirit. When people meet us, what they, they seek for is impartation. Something that will happen in the moment. Is there a way you can impart gentleness and meekness and humility? Is there a way you can impart consistency in your work with God? They are looking for sharp, sharp means. That's why they are looking for a pastor. Anytime they see an anointed person, they think he has all the answer to all their problems. They don't know that, that the result they are seeing is as a result of consistent sowings in the spirit. And men, some of the men you saw that were what they were, were not like that. They were actually the exact opposite of the things that we see manifest in their life. But at certain seasons, they became another person. But there were seasons that you are not aware of. Those seasons, they hid themselves in God. And they were sowing to the Spirit. What have you been sowing? Where have you been sowing? We will know tomorrow. In fact, we will know today. From the life that you live. The consistency that we see in your life. The fruit that is manifest from your life. Where you have been sowing. Don't tell me. Your life will show it. Where have you been sowing? We know you have been born again for 10 years. And you have been a pastor in 7 denominations. But that is not the accurate proof of the fact that you have been sowing. You have been making a journey in the spirit. The proof is, is where you have been sowing. Where? We will find out when we see the result of the life that is being manifest in your life. Sometimes we give ourselves to fasting. We die to the desires of the flesh. We know that we will receive more accreditation from men if we subscribe to this philosophy 
but because we know that the end result we truncate the journey we truncate the purposes that God intended to manifest through our life we will decide to believe and do otherwise they will do something and you will know that the, this thing now when you, when you do this way you will regain your respect for men but you chose another path simply because you know in this path there is a possibility that I can show in the spirit and we take every opportunity that God will present in my life to show in the spirit when his prayer is saw when his fasting I saw when he's to tie to the flesh I saw when men revile me I will not revive back because I want to show in the spirit when men offend me I will not respond because even though he's sad I want to show in the spirit and every man that sows in the spirit shall all the spirit live live life eternal I have a desire I know I know that one day I will see him and I will be like him when I see him I will be like him the very purpose that is in the heart of God is what motivates my life I am consumed with the desire I am bothered with the body of God he said I predestined you to be confirmed I yield my members I yield my desire I yield my pursuit I yield my ambition I yield my life and I will not stop I will continue to yield to the Holy Ghost I will continue to obey I will continue to subscribe to the ways of the cross I will continue to subscribe to the path the path of the spirit where things have been sold I partner with you Holy Ghost and I trust that per season you will hand seeds to me and when you hand those seeds spirit per seeds I will continue to sow I will sow I will sow and when I sow I reap when I sow I reap gentleness I reap meekness I reap stature I reap rank in the spirit I reap discernment I reap growth I reap maturity I will continue to sow in the spirit I will not stop it might not look like it now but I know if I continue sowing somebody cry to God how we continue sowing is my power that is why the work of God is a consistent work is a marathon is not a sprint who will continue sowing who will continue the Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 42 he said and they continue steadfastly in the apostles doctrine and in the breaking of bread and they began to pray who will pray who will fast who will consecrate who will sanctify our members who will continue to serve who will take every opportunity who will take every avenue who will exploit every means that will allow us and grant us an opportunity to sow to the spirit who will we will ensure every desire every push every 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 drawings to begin to subscribe to the ways of the flesh because we know that the end thereof is the ways of death the scripture says that there is a way that seemed right but the end thereof the end of the ways of the flesh is death the ends of the ways of the death of the flesh is corruption i precede you therefore present your bodies as a living sacrifice i precede you therefore present your thoughts i precede you therefore present your, your desire your will i precede you therefore present your ways your ambitions your plans i precede you therefore present present your your, your reputation i precede you therefore present men's opinion about you oh my god 
Spirit. Help my heart. Help my heart. Help me, Holy Ghost. Help me, Holy Ghost. I cannot do it by myself. I cannot do it on my own. Spirit, help me. Spirit, carry me. Spirit, enable me. Give me seats to sow. Somebody ask the Holy Ghost. Give me seats to sow. Eternal seeds that can be sown in the Spirit. And when you sow it, the results and the fruits that you reap will be something unimaginable. It will be on the eternal dimensions. The scripture says that whosoever soweth for the spirit, stand up the spirit, live life eternal. We are them that have found our life to read things that are eternal in dimension. It's a decision. Make that decision today. That is even when Satan knocks on the door, we will not yield to him. When the flesh knocks, we will not yield to him. We will continue to yield to the Holy Ghost. We will continue to yield. We will yield and yield every day, every hour, every moment.
to serve as the bread and find something to serve as the wine in Jesus mighty name following us online I would like you to get something to serve as the bread and something to serve as the wine as we partake in the communion turn with me to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 23 the scripture says for I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. 
After the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the new testament that is in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do shew the lost dead till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the lost body. Not discerning the lost body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. See, um, I want to draw just one point from here today. Because our target is to curb carnality. One of the things you should be afraid of more than anything is sorting a believer that partakes with partakes in communion with you is hashing plans against him. Is participating in an attempt that will bring him down. And you participate in communion with that person. This is a literal example of a man participating in covenant how many of you have seen courtists as long as the person they do communion there as long as the person participates in that communion with you, you are bound by oath even whether the person is good or not is not the issue are you not seeing it because so, all of us are at different planes of development in our spiritual journey you can be more advanced than the next person when you partake of this the next thing that comes to your heart is, is a, a posture of tolerance. Knowing that you too was there before. That is in case you were correct and the person was wrong. That is what this thing is trying to minister. That we became leveled before God. And you cannot participate in this. And then attempt to do some things. That means you have not discerned the lost body. And the scripture said on this account many are sick. And many even sleep or die we are trying to cope carnality and as many as at least let's use our units and everybody that follows us and believes in what god is doing let's cope this thing that satan is trying to bring into the body of christ all these things are manifestations of the flesh but when you eat this one the spiritual symbolism is that this this old one dies when the spiritual one gets into you are you with me? Because when the spiritual one gets into you, it forms itself into your soul. Father, we consecrate the communion table, both people online and physically. And we decree by this our consecration that it will become a literal representation of the testimonies that is your blood and your flesh in the spirit. Conveying the same life and essence and ministering to us the same purposes bringing death to our flesh and bringing life even to our spirit let everything that is not of God die and let everything that you have ordained to use to fulfill your purposes in our life and through our life receive a revitalization receive life in the name of Jesus once again we ask you that is anybody sick is anybody oppressed or demonized is anybody facing through a challenge known or unknown as soon as they participate in this communion 
the hold of Satan and darkness and flesh and demons is broken in the name of Jesus Christ.